Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Visiting Victor podcast with Victor Dadaj, where you'll hear stories and strategies to help increase your sales and grow your business. Here's your host, Victor Dadaj. All right. Welcome to Entrepreneurs Visiting Victor. I'm your host, Victor Dadaj. I hope you're having an amazing day so far. And I have an awesome guest today. And uh, she is a keynote speaker, a coach, a podcaster, a consultant, and she's also an author on building self-confidence. And she currently inspires women through her highly successful podcast called the Dow Self-Confidence, where she interviews Asian women about their inner journey to self-confidence. So let's welcome Sheena Yap Chen. How are you doing today, Sheena? Hey, Victor. Thanks for having me. Super excited to be here today. I'm doing well despite the cold weather, but other than that, I've been pretty good. <laughs> awesome. Great to hear. It's wonderful to have you. So I'd just like to start off, uh, why don't you just share your story about how you uh, got, you know, share your journey as to how you got to where you are to being a speaker, consultant, and podcaster. For sure. So, I mean, before I used to work a job for like 12 years in an office and I always knew it wasn't for me. I don't know if you ever felt this way, Victor, or if you ever had a job, but you would just sit in your cubicle Mm -hmm. and you would think to yourself, like, I could not see myself working here until I was 60. And for me, I couldn't see it either. Right. And I just knew it wasn't for me, but because I was so afraid of letting it go, I just stuck through it. Right. I just said, I'm going to keep my job because this is stable. I get a steady paycheck. But it wasn't until my aunt's death that happened almost 10 years ago that I realized like life is so short and we just have to make the Mm -hmm. most of our life as much as we can. Right. And it didn't happen overnight, of course. Right. Like, you know, there there are a lot of things that happened along the way, but that was the the turning point, basically, or the beginning of me realizing that mm-hmm. I really need to create my own path or just live life to my terms versus like doing what everyone tells you to do. And so maybe a couple of years after that, I decided to like sell my condo and like basically sell all my stuff. And like I decided to live in Hawaii for two summers, uh, two winters, because winter here sucks <laughs> in Toronto, you know, because New York's not that far. Right. And, you know, I always knew I wanted to Um, help women, especially Asian women, because growing up, I never had any kind of representation or any role Mm -hmm. models that I could look up Mm -hmm. to that were Asian. Growing up here in Canada, all I ever saw was white people on TV, on billboards, on magazines. Mm -hmm. And I always thought my cultural heritage wasn't enough, or I didn't feel beautiful enough being Asian. And so there was one time where I wanted to name myself Heather, have blonde hair and blue eyes, because that's what I thought being beautiful was. And so that's why I realized like I needed to find a platform where I can celebrate women, especially Asian women, celebrate Mm -hmm. their stories because there's phenomenal stories out there of Asian women being able to go out there and do their own thing. It's just nobody talks about it. And it's probably part of it is because of our upbringing, because we're just told to never Mm -hmm. brag, never make any noise, just stay in Mm -hmm. the background and do as you're told. And so that's when I started the podcast, which is right here, uh, the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I interview Asian women about their journey to self-confidence. I've interviewed over... 700 Asian women on this topic, which I'm super proud of. And out of this podcast is where everything else came out, you know, like consulting and being an author and coaching and speaking. And we, last week, we recently released this book called Asian Women Who Boss Up. And this book is super huge because how many books do you see that highlight 16 Asian women on a cover mm-hmm. of a book? Mm-hmm. Like, have you seen? Yeah. 
No, they're not that common at all. No, I agree. Yeah, they're super rare. And if there is a book out there, nobody really talks about it or promotes it, right? And so for me, this is something really personal because finally there's a platform out there where women can read other women's stories, right? Especially Asian women of how they're able to forge their own path, overcome obstacles and thrive because that's what life is all about where it's not always you know peaches and cream or strawberries and roses or rainbows sometimes life sucks and there's days where you just don't want to do anything or you feel like you feel so defeated that you're not going to get yourself back up Mm -hmm. and this is why we need stories like like this one so that we can realize if they could do it so can I and the feedback I've been getting is so amazing right I had one lady say she's going to read it with her daughters I have moms telling Mm -hmm. me that this is the kind of mentality they want to instill in their daughters. I have husbands telling me that they want to thank me on behalf of their daughters, their wives, their sisters. Mm -hmm. So this is not just a book, right? This is more than a book. This is like a movement that we want to create. We really want to create, you know, a voice for Asian women and the Asian community, especially now with what's been going on in the US and Canada and Europe with the Asian targeted hate crimes. Mm -hmm. That's been happening because of the pandemic. You know, our elderly has been targeted a lot, which is very unfortunate because that's someone's grandmother and grandfather that could be targeted as well. No, absolutely. I think that's a wonderful point you shared that. Now, number one, I, I'm familiar with a lot of this because I have a lot of Asian friends, so I know the culture and I know a lot of people are not taught to speak up and uh, voice their opinion. So I think this is great that you're encouraging a lot of Asian women to, to share their views, share their desires, their, their, their dreams and their goals and to be open with it. And I think and I have no doubt that you've, you've interviewed over 700 of them. You're inspiring a lot of Asian women to work on their self-confidence, realize they have a lot to offer society, to offer society and that they can do great things. So it's great. And, then, and you're getting testimonies from a lot of mothers, daughters, sisters, husbands who are, you know, their wives and their daughters are being inspired. So I think it's wonderful that you're doing that. And, and, um, and I'm sure they're going to get a lot out of your book. So that, that's really good. So, so Sivinich, how many years have you been doing the podcast now? It's probably, it must be several years now, right? I've start, I started in September 20 and 2015. So when I first started, I started interviewing women from different backgrounds because at the time I just didn't think it was possible to just focus interviewing Asian women. But mm-hmm. as, as I kept doing it, I realized like, you know, this needs to be the platform for Asian women. And that's when I changed it to just specifically interview women from Asian descent. And, you know, a lot of people feel like they have to know what they're doing when they first start something. I didn't. I just said, I'm going to start with this and see it how it goes and kind of just course correct or figure things out along the way. And I think that's something we need to really learn because we're so afraid to just start, like start imperfectly. Um, but we can start imperfectly and just, you know, course correct along the way because that's what you know, being in businesses, that's what being an entrepreneur is being able to be okay with making mistakes, failing, and well, not failing, failing is not really the word I'd like to use feedback, get lots of feedback, right? Failure is feedback. So is, you know, getting rejection, rejection is feedback. And I think if we see these things as feedback versus like something negative, we'll keep moving forward. And I know it's not easy, because like, I've been through rejection, and it's not fun. Like it sucks. There's days where you just want to eat your feelings. But the more you embrace it, the more you can keep moving forward. And I totally agree with that, Sheena, because I learned an acronym for fail, which is for all I have learned. 
it's 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 just, it's a learning process. You only really fail if you give up. But if you learn from it, get the feedback, make tweaks along the way, because nothing, no journey is going to be perfect. There, there are things you want to do, and you know you've been doing this five years. I'm, you've made changes along the way. You realize I want to do this a little bit different. I want to tweak that. And everyone has plans, but along the way things change. And look, everyone's plans changed last year because of COVID. We all had things oh, we yeah. to do, and then that all got brushed aside we had to make a lot of adjustments so everyone has to make adjustments yeah. and and, you, and you're gonna and you're gonna make mistakes along the way but the only way you can make not make mistakes is if you never try but if you never try you never get anything done so you were brave you were courageous you took the leap to jump and you did it and and as as it is you've grown over these last five years and 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 and, and i'm sure you probably have a lot of women reaching out to saying i want to can i get on your podcast because before you were probably looking for people but oh yeah oh now in recent years you probably have people <laughs> so oh man i love this podcast can, is can i be a guest yeah it's not even just the podcast it's now the book they're like mm. are you gonna make a second one how, how can we be an <laughs> author on the second one and we're like wow we just came out with the first one let's 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 uh focus on this first but you know of course I would love to have a second volume because I really want to create that voice right because for me representation is huge and if there, you can't look up to someone that you know has the same features or have the same upbringing like you won't be able to go out there and make that first move or take that first step especially you know March is women history month right mm -hmm. I mean what a great way to start celebrating it right like just showcasing phenomenal women who went out there even when they felt like they were alone or or nobody was cheering for them, like they still went ahead and did it. So for anyone who's watching this, like just know you're not alone. There's a book right here that will help you get over that. And actually at the end of the month, we'll also have a virtual summit featuring all the authors on the book. So that's going to be fun. A lot of networking, a lot of, you know, just having that support system, because I realize as women, one thing we really want is support, right? A lot of us feel like we're so alone in this journey, especially when your friends and family don't support you. Like you feel like you're the only one going through this. Truth is everyone goes through this. I went through this, Victor, I'm sure you went through it. And it's just not just women, men go through it as well. But I know women feel it a lot more because as women, like, you know, we're very, we're very hard on ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. We're super hard on ourselves. We overthink a lot. We have analysis paralysis. There's always a resistance for us. And I know, but I've, I've been through that. I've been through that resistance, right? And I still go through it, but I work on it a lot faster and a lot harder because I realize if I don't make, take any action, nothing happens, right? Like, you know, this, even the simple of asking questions, right? I always say, if you never ask, the answer is no. So if you ask, like, what if it's a yes, right? Like, where can that yes go? Or even if it's a no, it's okay. It's not the of the world no absolutely you got to take the chance and, and it's great that you're encouraging women just to go try more with your life you just never know and and i know a lot of women are being inspired by your actions so this summit is going on next month for people to find out about what's, oh. what's the best should you just reach out to you or yeah is there, um, is there a link or facebook yeah group? For sure. So they can check out SheenaYapchan.com. Uh, on the main page, there's a link there to register for free. It's actually happening from March 29th to the 31st. It'll be a three-day conference. You get to see all of the authors, all 18 authors in the book. They'll be they'll all have speaking topics that you know women can relate and learn for their own businesses, right? Because we really want to create that support, that sisterhood, or just having that girl talk, especially during this pandemic. A lot of you know, women have been suffering the, from the pandemic more than men, right? That's just that's just a truth based on the stats and the reports that you see out online, especially like in December, they mentioned there was a hundred percent job loss for women. And mm -hmm. as I'm talking to women, especially on Clubhouse, 
they realized, they said, you know, it's not because, you know, some of it is layoffs, but some of it is because they're forced to be at home because they have kids who Mm -hmm. are online learning, who aren't going to school and there's no one else to take care of their kids. So as women, we carry a lot of burden, right? We carry a lot of responsibilities and we want to find a way where we can work from home and still, still be with our kids or still be able to have that lifestyle, right? Because I'm pretty sure a lot of us have been working from home and some of us might like that more than being stuck in a, being stuck in traffic every day for like an hour or two hours, right? So yeah, super excited for that. <laughs> uh, that that's awesome. So yeah, it's, and by the way, uh, International Women's Day is also coming up on March 8th. So uh, a great way to celebrate it with all the things you have going on there. So you have the book out, you have the summit coming out next month and uh, yeah, so it's, uh, that's just pretty impressive. So, you, you know, uh, so the next thing is, and you do a lot of speaking as well and coaching. And so I guess a lot of that coaching, so I guess arose from the work you were doing with the podcast and interviewing a lot of women. So I think that, so that's another thing I, I want to talk about. When you, when you go out into the unknown and take those chances, you just never know when new opportunities can come out. Because I'm sure a lot of these opportunities you've come across these last three or four years have come because you were willing to take that chance, go into the unknown and you didn't know how I was going to do it, but you just said, this is what I want to do. And I know good things are going to happen. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I know if I press on and I just take that journey, uh, great things will happen. And, I, I, and I'm sure other opportunities will happen. And, and I'm sure you'll agree that if you didn't take this chance, you would not have been able to accomplish all these other things, being the consultant, writing the book or doing the summit, right? Yeah, for sure. And I know it's hard, right? Sometimes we feel like we're not enough. I've been there even doing this podcast, like, the first couple of years or for yeah like in the beginning or even later in the middle of it like I just never thought I was good enough to do anything else like I've been I've interviewed women who are eight figure earners who've been on Forbes 30 under 30 who have like two million followers on Instagram and I would start comparing myself to them thinking who am I to be with these women right like they're already doing amazing things I mean there's nothing left for me to do but I want you to realize like there's always some there, like you always have a chance to go out there and create a positive impact, especially now where so many women are hurting and they just need, you know, sometimes a shoulder to lean on or just having that girl talk is super important. Like sometimes I do clubhouse chats where we just talk, right? It's just open, vulnerable conversations. And this is where you get to learn like what some of the women are feeling and how they're doing, like, you know, how how they're feeling. And I tell them, listen, you're not the only one who goes through this. A lot of people go through this. And just knowing that you're not the only person alone makes a huge difference. And some of the things I love talking about too is mental health because mental health is huge, but nobody talks about it. It's still very a very taboo subject in Asian community because some of them feel like they don't they don't think it's real. They try to avoid it, don't bring it up, or they do the total opposite, which is to like just put you in a mental institution because they just don't want to deal with it. But I want to be able to to talk about it a lot more so we can normalize it and realize, you know what, you're okay if you're dealing with this because we're all dealing with this, especially being stuck at home, not being able to go out anywhere, not being able to travel anywhere. Like it's going to heighten, right? Your mental health issues will heighten, like, especially when you live alone and you live in a small space, like that's gonna, that's gonna heighten your, your, your mental health issues. And I want you to realize like, it's okay if you go through that and there's tools and resources for you to seek that help, right? Don't be afraid to seek help because, you know, that can help you towards, 
your process of healing or just being able to take care of yourself, right? I mean, sometimes I wish in school they talk more about self-care because this is like real world things that happen. Like nobody ever taught me about self-care and self-love in school. It was just like math, science, geography, like those normal subjects, but we really need to learn to help kids learn about self-care and learning to just feel their feelings. So that way, when they grow up, they can understand this is all part of the process and it'll help us in our own journeys and our own path because mental health is huge. Even having like, you know, working on your, on your mindset is huge, right? Because you're not going to take action unless you don't believe in yourself or go out there and realize like you can do this. No, absolutely. Your beliefs, your mindset, uh, how, how you feel about yourself, your self-confidence, those are all huge factors and I'm on a lot of entrepreneurial uh, shows on Clubhouse and our groups always talk about those things. We always constantly talk about how you feel about yourself and you have these the mental health issues, depression, some people gone through abuse at home and all those things. And once they dealt with it and overcame it, they maybe they got some counseling or in these self-help groups. Once they're able to overcome that, their lives changed and then they were able to accomplish great things. But you have all these things going on in your mind that are, that are hindering you. It's, it's incredible. They can stop you from going to the next level. You can have all the talent in the, in the world, but if you have all these mental blocks, the mental depression, the anxiety, all that stuff going on, it's going to stop you. So it's good that you have these groups on clubhouse, your discussion with other women and the beliefs in themselves. And I know there's a, and like I said, I, I, I've talked to a lot of women who, who go through the same thing you've been telling me about. It's very important that they're able to, to have a safe family where they can discuss these things and have other people support them in their journey. Because like you said, they need to know they're not alone. They have a lot of people that can help them on this journey and and they'll, they'll help each other get through this. And and I think that's what's so great about your book. You have a lot of women who bossed up and accomplished a lot of great stuff and realized, hey, we, we can do this. And you're not alone no matter what's going on. And, and especially with all the stuff, like you said, all, all the struggles they've had with COVID. And there's a lot of challenges and um, they can be inspired to be, even with these challenges, they can overcome it. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, belief is huge, right? Especially as women, we always feel like we're not enough. We're not worthy. We don't deserve a seat at the table, but I want to remind them that you are worthy, right? As women, we're so capable. We're more capable than you realize. It's because of how we perceive ourselves that stops us from taking action. I realize that women, you know, lack confidence due to inaction because they're too afraid to take that first step, right? Or just go out there and just maybe send an email to someone or, or talk to a possible client, whatever it is, we all go through it, right? And I know as women, there's so many like gender biases that we go through, right? When it, especially when it comes to like self-promotion, you know, it's not proper to promote yourself online because it's not ladylike. But I always tell people like, if you don't promote your your service or your product, you're actually doing a disservice to society. Cause what if you can, what mm -hmm. if your product or service can change one person's life? Like if, mm -hmm. if this book changed one person's life, then I'm happy. Like I did my job because that's all I want. I just want, cause you never know where that one person can go. What if that one person's life you change could be the next Oprah or the next, mm -hmm. um, Tony Robbins or whoever, right? Like mm -hmm. The, the sky's the limit, right? Like there's, doesn't matter. The possibilities are endless. And it's, it's amazing what you can do just by changing one person's life. No, I think that's a really great point because if you look at it that way, saying if I get a book out, if I get a show out, a, a video, a coaching pro, whatever, if I get one, one of those things out and I can change someone's life, I should be focusing on that. Not the fact like, I don't know, is there a lady like, is it proper? If I can help change someone's life, then I should do it because 
And like you said, it makes you feel good. And I'm sure over the years, you've had a lot of women reach out to you saying, you know, you know, all your, all those podcasts, all those shows, th those things have really inspired me. I wasn't sure whether I should or not, but you inspire me. And, and, and now I'm doing all these great things in my life, all because of the, the, the guests you had. They shared such great stories and I got inspired. And I realized I wasn't alone. There are dozens of other women doing this. So if you, yeah, you got to look at it that way. Everyone has to promote themselves. The truth is, if you don't promote yourself, no one else really is. It has to start with yourself and then eventually other people will. But you gotta, I like your point of view. You gotta focus on, can I change someone's life with this product? And if, if like you said, one book can help one person get inspired by that, you just make you feel happy. So I think that's a great message for all the women listening in today. If this thing can definitely help me inspire the women, change their lives, and make a big difference in their lives, then I'm happy. That's so I'm going to keep coming out with these products, keep consulting people, coaching people, because I believe I can make their lives better and, and just inspire them to a bigger dream. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I think if people start seeing that more often in that perspective, they're going to be willing to go out there. I mean, of course, it's still uncomfortable because I still feel uncomfortable, you know, showing myself off or just like, you know, talking about the things I've accomplished. But I realized that if I don't do that, then I'm just not being visible. And, mm -hmm. you know, I want to help Asian women just break out of their shell. Right. And it had, to, it has to start with myself, right? If I'm not there doing it, mm -hmm. no one else is going to do it. And sometimes we have to lead by example so they can see what's possible. And like I mentioned, it's uncomfortable sometimes. Like sometimes I don't like being on videos. Sometimes I don't want to post something on Facebook or on Instagram, but I do it because it's something bigger than myself. Right. Mm -hmm. If, like I mentioned, if it can help one person, then I'm going to go ahead and do it. You know, absolutely. And it's great to talk about the comfort zone. It's one of the biggest things that stops so many people. Just we don't like to th do things that are uncomfortable. We, we like to even think we, we're not crazy about, but if we're comfortable doing it, we'll keep doing it. Some, that's why people stay in jobs they hate, but they've been there 10 years. They know what to expect. Our brain hates uncertainty. So it likes what it knows to expect, expect even if it doesn't make us happy. That's why some people will stay with the same boyfriend or girlfriend for years, complain about them all the time, but they'll never leave them because they know what to expect. But when you get out of the comfort zone, you try what's new, no matter what it is, eventually it gets comfortable. Like if you if, if you put your, your hands together, all right? Now, if you switch the thumbs, the first few seconds, it's gonna feel uncomfortable, but after about 10, 15 seconds, you'll get comfortable. So with anything new, it's gonna be uncomfortable. But if you keep doing it again and again, you will get comfortable with it. And like you said, if you don't do it, what other Asian woman will do it? So if you do it, other women will do it. And as a result, because of all those shows you've done over the years, a lot of other Asian women have taken that step to break out, to do good things, get their stuff out, get their material, get their videos, get their books out. And it's all because one or two people did it. Are you familiar with that video? There's this guy and it shows someone has to take the first step. So it shows some guy dancing. No one wants to dance. So he's, he's dancing for about a half a minute. And then finally someone else dances with him. So there's a second person who follows. And then after a couple more follow, and then everyone gets in, but it took one or two people to do it. One person had to get it started. And then the first follower said, I'm going to follow him. And then people see two people then, then they say, okay, you know, we'll join. And then more people, but someone has to get it started because that first guy started, another guy joined him. And then the whole crew of people eventually started. You see like a hundred people dancing. But if that one guy didn't start dancing, nothing would have happened. So it's a great video you can watch on YouTube. So, so if you don't think you can make a difference, uh, Sheena is a perfect example. She, she realized there was no Asian women really doing or very few of them. So she got out of her comfort zone, started doing this podcast. She's interviewed 
over 700 women. And now she has a new book out. She has a summit coming out all because she got out of a comfort zone. So you never know. And it may take a little while. Don't expect it to happen yeah. overnight. <laughs> yeah. But if you're patient, you never know what great things can happen. And, and, and I'm sure you've built many awesome relationships with these women. And I'm sure other people, other very successful people have probably reached out to you saying, hey, I've been watching your podcast the last couple of years. You know, I'd like to talk to more, more to you about these kind of things, right? Yeah, for sure. And I mean, you know, some, we even have nonprofit organizations that, you know, we contacted and understand what we're doing and want to collaborate with us. Right. And that's huge because before I didn't think anyone would come up to me or I, or anyone would listen to me, right? Like, who am I? I'm just one person, but all it starts is one, right? Like I started this podcast, like with nothing, right? The first people I interviewed were my, my group of friends, right? And slowly I had the courage to just start you know, cold emailing a lot of people. I've interviewed over 800 women from different cultures, right? Wow. But imagine how much rejection I got, you know, going after that many women. So I, I just want to share that because, you know, a lot of people like to glamorize entrepreneurship and really it, it sometimes it's not glamorous at all. Sometimes it sucks, right? Sometimes, yeah, you get to work all any hours you want, but sometimes you might have to work 24, 48 hours straight, right? You get ton of rejection. There's days where you want to quit or ugly cry or throw your laptop against the wall. There's days where you have to sacrifice some stuff, right? To get something done. Even creating this book was not a walk in the park, right? I mean, I got a lot of rejection as well. Cause I think, you know, who, some people aren't just, aren't, weren't just ready to do it. Right. And that's fine. But I knew that this book had to be done because there's nothing else out there. And it's better, you know, showcasing 18, sorry, my fingers, like I'm trying to zoom, do the zoom action. It's not working, but it's better to have, you know, 16, 18 Asian women on a book versus just you going out there, right? Like for me, that's super powerful. Like I can look at that and be like, wow, like it was like when I watched Crazy Rich, Rich Asians for the first time, it was just super emotional in a good way. Cause I was like, finally, there's something out there that's for our Asian community. And so I'm always doing my best to elevate it or speak up because I realized that not everyone's ready to speak up or are too afraid or, you know, are afraid for their life because this is, this is real life, right? Like some people just can't speak up because they might be a target, you know, or some people can't speak up because they're not ready for that burden and responsibility. And it's a lot, right? Or some people just can't connect with their own community. There's, and it, that's, that's normal, right? Like that's okay. And then we have to realize like, that's okay. As long as you're out there doing it, they're going to see it and they're going to realize like, okay, I I've been seeing her like sharing all this stuff, tweeting, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. And so I realized like, you know, you just lead by example and people will follow. No, absolutely. Yeah. Just got to lead by example. People will follow. And you talked about the fact that the entrepreneur life is not always a glamorous life. A lot of people only see the nice things that uh, we have going on in our life, but they don't see very often the struggle that went on behind the scenes for frankly, many years for many of us. Yeah. It wasn't like I said, one day I'm going to be an entrepreneur and the next day I'm making all this money and traveling all. It, it took a lot of time, uh, a lot of feedback of how to improve things. A lot, like you said, a lot of rejection. People don't realize a lot of people say no to you, but you have to fight through that rejection. And you, a lot of people give up too soon. And it's like in that book, uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon, that, that guy gave up three feet from the gold. And if he had just not giving up consent he would have found gold if he just got another three feet but he sold to another guy who got millions of dollars in gold so 
Um, that's one thing that stops a lot of people. You persevered because you persevered, you've had all this success going on. I just want to share a story about one of my uh, mentors because he dealt with a lot of rejection, Jack Canfield. He and his partner, Mark Victor Hansen, wrote a book called Chicken Soup for the Soul oh, in yeah. the 1990s. <laughs> that book got rejected by 144 publishers. Most people don't know that. They yeah. just think it got, it got accepted, but pretty much everyone rejected it, but they never gave up. They kept saying next, 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 and then eventually found the guy who would publish the book, and it became the third best-selling book of the 1990s and inspired a whole group of series of books, uh, Chicken Soup for the Mother Soul, for the Christian Soul, for the Gardener Soul. Yeah. There were like dozens of books. And now the whole series has sold about 500 million books worldwide. All because those guys, they didn't let rejection stop. They dealt with a lot of rejection, but they didn't give up until they got a yes. And because of that, those two guys made millions of dollars and they've gone on to much other great success. But if they had let rejection stop them, most people would never have heard of these two guys, but this book became phenomenally successful. So I want people to learn, like you're gonna deal with rejection. It's unfortunately, it's a part of life, but if you can overcome and realize that if, if I keep pushing, I will get to where I want, someone will say yes, great things can happen. And that happens to all of us and that's happened to you because you didn't let rejection stop you. You have the successful podcast, you have this book that just, just, just came out, you have a summit coming out, you've been a successful coach and consultant, you've dealt with many different groups, nonprofits that reach out to you, all because you don't let rejection stop you. And I think especially in the age of career, like you said, a lot of people encourage not to really speak up and a whole lot of things in, and especially in the, among the women. So I think and they see this book with 16 Asian women talking about their life experience. I think it's gonna encourage a lot of Asian women that it's okay to speak and they can inspire people. So, you know, and you have, you know, I, I, I just love, you know, what you just said that people need to realize there's gonna to be tough times, but if you don't give up, there's gonna be some great times ahead as well. But you need to realize, be aware that both are gonna happen. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, you see a lot of stories where every, like you see a person, they're an overnight success, but they're not an overnight success. They've been putting the work in and out day in, day out for years to get to that overnight success status. And, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of stars that talk about that, right? Lizzo's one great example, right? She just blew up out of nowhere, but she, she had a tweet saying how she used to sing for beer because that's all they could afford at the time, right? Like she was performing, performing, mm -hmm. performing, wherever she could perform, she would just do it. And if people just realize what she went through to get to where she is today, people realize it wasn't overnight. It was a long battle and she finally made it, right? And she's still continuously working at it, you know, putting herself out there, sharing who she is, being her authentic self, because it's not always easy, right? Like, especially when you're like a public figure, like there's always criticism, there's haters, there's, mm -hmm. you know, keyboard warriors. And so it does take a lot of mental work to get through that right to work on it and to build that strength no absolutely and you realize the more successful you are the more you're gonna have haters and i like the acronym for haters having anger toward everyone reaching success and the more successful you are the more haters you're gonna have it just comes with the territory like tony robbins or les brown those guys know or oprah those people know they have a they're gonna have a lot of haters they're gonna say they're scam artists they're that they're that and they they don't let it bother them because they know it comes with the territory they know the vast majority of people love what they do and they support them what they do and they get a lot of value out of all the things that they do so that's something also to keep them up because i think some people are afraid that if they do get a little more successful they're going to get a lot of criticism that's just part of the process you'd be surprised of the things that are said to you sometimes they don't say it to you they'll say it to other people and then where it gets back to you i know when my ex-girlfriend we used to have lunch every week by post on facebook and uh, they complained to one of my mentors victor's getting arrogant he's always eating 
what? <laughs> we're having fun having lunch. I was like, well, yeah, but you, you, you'd be surprised at what bothers certain people. But you know what? They're, uh, so some of those people are really secret fans. And, you know, there's a certain jealousy maybe because they didn't, they, there could be a whole bunch of reasons why. Maybe because they're just like, they didn't take all the sips you did. It's not easy to do what you did. You had to do a lot of work. You had to get out of your comfort zone. You had to deal with a lot of um, oh yeah obstacles and rejections and it's not easy no not a lot of people cannot handle it and and because when you try to bring yourself to an upper level some people who would love to be at that same level as you have one of two choices they can either rise to the level you are or keep you down and for some people it's easy to try to keep you down so that's why even sometimes people you would think that would support you don't always support you and i'm sure you've probably dealt oh, yeah. with some people that surprised saying why aren't they supporting them my friends and you find out that that's probably one of the reasons why yeah. And, you know, especially as Asian women, we have so much to unprogram, right? The, the, the cultural upbringing that we have from society and families it, that's been passed on from generation to generation to generation mm -hmm. to generation. Like, that's not easy to unprogram because we've been taught a certain way, a certain way of living, a certain way as how Asian women are supposed to act or, mm -hmm. you know, live that one way versus like stepping out of that, right? Because if we step out of that, we're considered shameful and crazy and not obedient, right? The one thing I want is to really take away that stereotype of all Asian women are quiet, submissive and obedient or treated as sex objects because we're way more than that. And you know, the, pro the, the podcast and the book are proof that we, are, we can be strong, powerful Asian women who can go out there and do mm -hmm. amazing things. Like even yesterday, first, first film director or first women of color to win a golden globe for best directors, an Asian woman, like, wow. but it took this long for someone mm. to, you know, a woman of this position to win it. Right. But you know, it's better than not having it. Right. Her winning mm -hmm. can open so many doors for other women out there. Right. Because I always say a win for a win for one woman is a win for all women. No, absolutely. And like you said, they see one woman win Asian woman winning that award. It's, it's saying, hey, uh, a lot of women say maybe I can do that too. So they'll, you may have more directors, more producers doing that because saying, wow, we can do it now. Because yeah, like you said, the more examples you see, the more it inspires a lot of women. So like I said, I think that book's going to inspire a lot of women. Thank I you. Think, yeah, yeah. And I know your podcast inspire a lot of women. And you know, your example, things going to keep inspiring people. So just keep doing the great work, you know, and I know you're on Clubhouse a lot. Yeah. I'm talking about inspiring women. No, I'm on Clubhouse a lot too. It's a very addictive platform. It's, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I think it's a great file because you can really meet a lot of great people on that. I think it gives you opportunities you can't find on other social media so yeah so and that's another lesson uh, go where you can inspire people so whatever it is uh, clubhouse is one me and sheena use other people use whatever instagram or twitter or facebook whatever works for you youtube wherever you can get your message out that can inspire people you have to figure out for yourself what is the best way but the thing is don't hold your message in because you just don't know less as sheena was so but you don't know whose life you can change with your story, with your inspiration. And, you know, if you, if you share the message, like, you know, I struggled through this for years, but because I overcame it, I didn't let the obstacles on me. I, I reject the rejection. I overcame the rejections. And, and, and along the way, all these great things happened because I persevered. And if I can do it, you can do it. So I think that's a message I think you can give to a lot of uh, women and a lot of Asian women as well. Yeah, for sure. I think people will resonate with you when you re when they realize mm -hmm. they've gone through hardships and be, mm -hmm. be able to overcome it because we all go through hardships. It's a part of life. Life isn't always pretty. It's mm -hmm. sometimes ugly. Sometimes it's like a roller coaster. Sometimes it'll go up, sometimes it'll go down or all around or upside down, but that's life. And we mm -hmm. have to learn to 
live with that, right? Like in a way where we can still go out there, keep pushing forward, keep putting ourselves back up when times are tough. Yeah. And that sounds a lot like the entrepreneurial journey. Of yeah. A lot of ups and downs. Some days it's incredible. Other days are like, oh, do I really want to continue doing this? Yeah. So, so for those in the audience who think every, every day is great for an entrepreneur, yeah, I can tell you, both of us can tell you, there are some days we, we wonder, should I really continue? But then there are other days where everything is so great. And, and we say to ourselves, wow, this is why I do it. And I, you know, and when you, when you get a call or an email or a text message for someone saying, you know, that one post you did, that one video you shared, and inspire me. I was about to give up, but because of that video, I'm going to continue. So I want you to thank you so much. That, that little message, you have no idea how much it makes people feel better. So if someone is inspired, you let them know because if, everyone likes to know that they've made a difference in other people's lives. So it, it, that's why, that's one of the reasons why we continue our journey because we want to inspire people. We want to help people. We want, we want to make a difference in people's lives. And so if someone's really made a difference in your life, don't be afraid to call them or text them or message them because it's going to make them feel good because uh, they, what people love to contribute. And everyone feels good when they know they've inspired people and made a difference in others' lives. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So do you have any, uh, before we conclude, do you have any other last minute uh uh, things you'd like to share with our audience yeah for sure don't forget to subscribe to the podcast it's on apple podcast spotify google play all the major podcast directories and you can listen to asian women's stories of how they're able to forge their own path and thrive and overcome their own self-confidence issues to be the confident women that they are today or you can go to the website the selfconfidence.com and you can also pick up a copy of asian women who boss up you can pick up the ebook on amazon.com or you can pre-order a signed copy of my book on my website, shinayapchan.com or the selfconfidence.com. And I want to, this is a book with a cause because part of the proceeds will be donated to nonprofit organizations in Canada and the US that are combating anti-Asian racism. Like I mentioned, mm -hmm. anti-Asian, like anti-Asian hate or Asian hate crimes have been on a huge rise in Canada mm -hmm. and America and nobody's talking about it. And so this is my, this is my part. I really want to help them be able to, you know, help others who are, who are in need, right? Especially our elderly community. When you hear stories of 80 year old women being beaten up in trolleys or men's faces getting slashed or being stabbed, it's hard to talk about this. Trust me, there's yeah. days where I want to cry, but it's yeah. needed. So part of the proceeds will go to uh, fight the fight COVID racism.ca, which is an organization in Canada and in the U.S. stop. A AAPI hate.org. So that's one in the US. So please pick up a copy of the book just to if to at least help out, right? Just help out, spread the word, and be part of this movement where we can end racism. And that's wonderful. And that's great. You're sharing some of the proceeds to help people dealing with stuff, dealing with racism, prejudice because of anti-Asian bias because of COVID. So I think that's wonderful. So you, you're supporting a good cause if you pick up the book. And one last thing, well, and how could people, you, I know you mentioned, or can you mention it again, how can people find out more about your summit at the end of next month? Yeah, for sure. Check out SheenaYapchan.com. If you go to the main page, there's a link there that you can register for free. And anyone's invited, even men are invited if you want a little, if you want to learn from women or just connect or you never know, right? Like it's mm -hmm. open to everybody. It's free to register. And we're just super excited because you don't see a lot of virtual summits that highlight Asian women, right? That's mostly Asian women. So we're really super excited about this. And if you want to connect with me, you can also check out my website or if you Google Sheena Yapchan, I'm like the only Sheena Yapchan on the <laughs> internet. So that's really, it's really easy for, to find me. <laughs> 
Awesome. Great. Well, thank you so much, Sheena, for being on the show and for sharing all your wisdom and your value and for sharing about your podcast and your book and your summit. So I highly encourage you uh, so that you want to learn more about, about her and, you know, you know, especially in the women audience want to be inspired to really build up their self-confidence and really achieve more of their lives. Check out Sheena's podcast, check out the book that just came out. I think you get a lot of value and you'll be supporting a good cause with the book. So again, thanks so much, Sheena. I really appreciate your taking time to be with us and sharing all your wisdom with us. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I had lots of fun. Great to have yourself a wonderful day. Take care. You too. Stay safe. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you've enjoyed listening, please smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of our amazing episodes. Please also leave a five-star rating review and have an awesome day.